Hello, my friends. Are you a musician or a vocalist looking for a practice spot or a place to master your latest recording? I've got the place for you. SoundLab Music Studios, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue. Skip Lepakis, audio engineer, studio owner, and operator, has several services in the new audio suite, like tracking and recording for vocals or instruments, mixing, audio mastering, basically any audio need you may have. Also, SoundLab offers climate-controlled rehearsal rooms and a huge showcase room. Great hourly and monthly rates are also available. Give them a look at SoundLabAtlanta.com to learn more and to get in touch with Skip. Tell him you heard it on Achieving Reality, the podcast. That is SoundLab Music Studio, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue at 2190 Brandon Trail, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30004. Phone number is 678-205-5288. Take it easy. Well, well, here we are again, folks. Another Achieving Reality, the podcast. The boys are set and ready to bring you the humour and insanity that you have gotten used to. This week, they talk about the afterlife and whether or not you come back like video games. I don't think so. All right, sit back, grab a naughty soda, and enjoy! See you at the end! Some of our neighbors across the way opened their window yesterday. They heard the podcast. Well, they're on to us, so we'll go ahead and open the window. (laughs) They know we're staring at them, so... (laughs) I guess the man there was watching us brew. Like staring out the window. What they're making doing? meth. <laughs> I, I know they're making meth. We should call the police. You're making meth. Well, I saw Breaking Bad. Those people are dangerous. We have acids and stuff. We do it all outside. I don't want to wind up like Tarby Two-Face. <laughs> well, mix our metaphors pretty good that time. Yeah, that was good one. Harvey Two-Face was busting a meth lab and what got hit with acid? What? And I got from Breaking Bad. I Although know. I have heard that rumor. They're talking about Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, I've heard That's that. That's a good choice, I think. That would be a good choice. Though Kevin Spacey did I a good Kevin job. I know Kevin Spacey was, was going to be this really badass Lex Luthor, and he was a lot badasser than. Badasser? Badasser than um, Gene Hackman's version. But. G- campy. Gene Hackman's version was appropriate for the movies exactly. he was in. Exactly. Gene Hackman's not a bad actor. He was just under the assumption that this was a comic book movie. Like, Archie's a comic book, you know? Has there ever been an Archie movie? Long ago. A galaxy far, far away? Mm-hmm. Although I have heard rumblings about an Archie movie. I, mean, I know there was a I just don't think there's television a big, show. I don't think there's a big enough market for Archie. Not anymore. You know what would be really cool They to could do? do it like Grease. You know what would be really cool to do with it, though? Is to make it a low-budget independent movie? Yeah. Fan film or something? And not a fan film so much. It's just like a low-budget independent movie. And, you know, keep the characters the same. You kind of real-world it up just a little bit. Give it kind of a dramatic through line. So what would you do with Jughead? I mean, you don't have to make him shaggy. You can make him... Well, he's, he's, just, he's, he's not a stoner. He just likes to eat a lot. Just make him like Ducky from Pretty in Pink, you know? He's kind of a comic relief character, but he still has a dramatic through line of his own. Yeah. He also has a crush on Betty or Veronica or whatever, but it's unrequited love. And, you know. 
Does he have a crush? Uh, I have no idea. No, he's all about food. That's I have all no he's idea. About. I don't read Archie. Although the covers I have seen at the you know at the grocery store that have those Archie digests, some of those are a little provocative. That's Veronica in mostly a, in an Archie sort of way. Yeah, it was like one of them that was like this. Close up, they're both in bikinis, but it's like from forehead to just above waist level. So a bust. Yeah, basically, really sexualizing Archie. You know, not Archie, but <laughs> Betty and Veronica. But they're well, supposed to be. <laughs> well, usually it's supposed to be a little more subtle than that. Well, I mean, they came out, uh, granted, in like the 40s originally, but when they went through the 60s, the girls went from one pieces to bikinis. So that means they have to be in thongs or... Uh, I have no evidence of that yet. Because yeah. I don't read Archie, but yeah, could happen. Could. If we real-worlded it up, it would. I mean, look what happened to Hannah Montana. Yeah, now she's riding the wrecking ball. You know, I saw something... Um, some award announcement, maybe People's Choice Awards or something. They had like all the nominees or winners listed. And Molly Cyrus's picture on it. And it was her licking something. Yeah. That's the photo you're going with now? That's what she does. She licks things. Yeah. That's her shtick. Basically, yeah. And nasty. <laughs> Look, they all, all those crazy child stars go in th- through that. Hers is carefully orchestrated, though. Yeah, hers is definitely orchestrated. Tell. How can we definitely break the Hannah Montana image? Yeah. Which she's done. Now she can stop and, mm-hmm. and go <coughs> semi-normal. But uh, Justin Bieber is supposedly retired. Good. Yeah. But he was just caught egging someone's house in his like million-dollar home neighborhood. Yeah, he he's not... <coughs> he's an idiot. He is a bad reflection on the Canadian people. Yes. They need to do something about him. They do, but they won't. They need to deport him to another country altogether. How about another continent? Because if you go to another country, then he's coming here. I'll take take Mexico. Then we can close the border. That ain't happening. Would that be a declaration of war? No. If we ditch Justin Bieber in Mexico and close the border? No, wouldn't they? They wouldn't care. There's so many people there, they wouldn't even notice he's there. <clears throat> what happens is like Mexican government comes us like, how dare you, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, we didn't send him down there. The Canadians sent him down there. We just closed the border to protect ourselves. Yeah, we didn't want him coming back up. It's not our fault he's down there. It's, we're just going to make sure he stays. They wouldn't do that, though. But you can send him to Belize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I hear Guatemala is nice this time again. Send him to Peru. There you go. I'm driving up here, <clears throat> as I do. To Canada? No, up here, I said. Oh. You're not in Canada. I'm not? That's not Canada. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. I don't know how much it looks like Canada, but it's not. <laughs> so you're, you're driving to Canada. <laughs> so I'm, I got the iPod on. Okay. And I'm listening to Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. Okay. And it occurs to me, it's like, why are these modern artists, you know, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, why are they bothering to put out albums anymore? What is the point? To make money? To put out a whole album. Yeah. Why bother? You can just drop a single at any moment you want. And it goes right to iTunes and anybody can access it. Yeah, but you don't make your money that way anymore. What's the point of, of spending your time to put together 12 songs and record 12 songs when people are only going to hear one or two songs off the album anyway? One, only one or two songs are going to get airplay, if they get airplay at all. You drop the single on iTunes, sell it that way, do your video if they still do videos. I don't know if they do... Well, they do them, but I don't know yeah, where, where they show them. Where, yeah, where do you see them? I don't know. I guess you buy them from iTunes. I don't even do that, so... 
you get the money that you get from selling the single. You save the money that you were going to spend recording 11 other songs that people aren't going to hear. I mean, they used to do that back in the 60s, early on. I mean, they, they record a song, they put the song out. Yeah. And it wasn't until later that they started doing entire albums anyway. But it's because you have to do concerts. Yeah. You can't do a concert with one song. Oh, hello, Cleveland! Well, do your song. We'll see ya! You know, you're up on stage for ten minutes. Well, no, you you have more songs that you can do, but what's the point of releasing songs that no one's ever going to listen to? The modern generation buys the hit song. They yeah. pick and choose the song they want anyway. But it's So spend the time that you're going to spend slapping together 11 songs. Yeah. Craft a good song. Record. Okay, well, see, now there's part of the Make problem. a good recording of it. Put it out there. And then you can sell tickets to your show. So they can or you can play the other 10 crappy songs all you want. I mean, I when I go on, I don't just buy eights. I mean, I do. There are We're from I a buy. different generation. We are? We were pretty close in age. No, we are from a different generation than the modern consumer. Well, yeah, we're not a millennial. We're not Justin Timberlake target demographic. We're not? We're not. Oh, I'm gonna we're go not, my, we're my, not Justin Bieber's target demographic. Oh, I'm going to go pull all my posters down. I can't see your subscription to Tiger Beat. Yeah. Is that still out? I don't know. Oh. Well, we're dating ourselves, Yeah. No, I'm, I'm married. I don't need to date myself. Anyways, I already know myself. I don't like me very much. I was going to take me to the movies. Sounded against it. Yeah. I just went right home with myself. You whore. <laughs> Put myself in the gimp suit. Like the kids say, TMI. <laughs> I am trying to adapt to their culture. Yeah, don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like I said, I'm way up here listening to Fleetwood Mac rumors. Yeah. And I am of that generation that bought the LP. And I remember when an album came out, 10 songs max, usually. I mean, kids. In, well, in the 80s, they would squeeze a few more songs on there. Three to four but, per side on, a, on, a, the, on an actual record. But back in the 70s, it was usually four to five songs per side. Yeah. Unless they were long. Unless they were longer. It's Freebird. Yeah. But still, there was three songs on side two of that. The quality of the overall albums were so much better in yeah. the 70s than the 80s, and then definitely in the 90s. Because when CDs came out, it's like, we have more room. We can do... 14 songs. We can put 15 songs on a CD. But they're not spending any more time making 15 songs than they did 10 songs. Nope. Or they're spending less time slapping these albums together. So you get like two good songs and 12 crap songs. I was thinking, how cool would it be if we went down to like Sound Lab and talked to the guys and said, look, we want five solid studio musicians. And we set them this task. Okay. We want eight well-crafted songs to put on an album. We're going to make a well-crafted album. We're going to harken back to the days of Rumors and Machine Head and Toulouse Street and, and put together a well-crafted album. We should press it as an album? We can find investors. Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, so CD. Just, like, just like actually five MP3. local, not well-known people, decent musicians, because a lot of people in these bands were decent musicians they weren't yeah. necessarily superstar uber technical <laughs> no I mean There's, it's not how they were playing it's not just what they were playing Asia Asia was the, one of the super Asia groups. was a super group yeah unless you really listened to the bands that all the other members were in you only knew them as Asia mm-hmm. yeah because Asia was <clears throat> made up of prog rock yeah like uh, members of Yes and, mm-hmm. and a couple others I can't remember that. they said it yesterday they on the some, radio they some somebody from King Crimson was in there yeah too. 
which definitely you wouldn't associate Asia and King Crimson if you didn't know who they were. So, yeah, I mean, if you could find something like that, a group that would be just amazing on their own. Well, no, they don't have to be necessarily amazing. I think if, they, if you just took the time with them and said, look, we're going to spend the next year and a half just crafting these eight to ten songs yeah. to put together on an album. This is our only goal. We're not shooting for superstardom. We're just wanting to make an amazingly crafted album. Yeah. That's as far as I've gotten since I was thinking about this on the drive up here. Yeah, right. Well, you get an amazingly crafted album and you see how well it sells. You'd have to figure out who would who you market it to, though. Because if you're marketing it to today's kids... No, you're marketing it to ages 45 and up. 30-something and up, actually. <laughs> Trust me, that's how it works. Well, you're you're looking at about 34 to 45. Yeah, but the, the late 30s, people kind of grew up more with Duran Duran and... I like Duran Duran. I don't say anything wrong with Duran Duran. They're not necessarily used to the concept. They're, uh, look, they're I was the, brought up originally on doo-wop, so... They're, I mean, they're just more the CD generation than we are. Yeah. They don't remember vinyl as fondly as we do. So that that concept of just eight songs, well-crafted... Yeah. ...doesn't necessarily resonate with them as strong as it would like me and my siblings. Well, yeah. I can't say siblings. I don't have any. You can say it. It's not you're lying. <laughs> no. If I said it as I had them, I'd be lying. If I just said the word siblings, then... But I can't uh, say Sylvester, George. <laughs> well, yeah. I will hug him and squeeze him and pet him and call him George. Yeah, I mean, that's, that'd be a good idea. We could be just using people that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, they have to be decent musicians. Yeah. You can't put a bunch of crap musicians together and give them wonderful material and they... Yeah. Like the monkey typewriter thing. Hell, fucking Chris could just do it all himself. He plays guitar, bass, sings, and drums, so... Yeah, but I want... I'm just saying, you could record each part individually and put it together and it'd be amazing. Well, I'm thinking the, the very important part is having the writing. Right. And having six people working on well remember a songs. lot of those older songs were written by one or two people true nowadays you got Beyonce who's got like 19 people that have her write a song and she's got like five true, actual the, lyrics the Fleetwood Mac example you had Buckingham Nicks working on songs yeah. here you had the McVees working on a song here you had Mick Fleetwood working on a song here there were combinations and yeah each person was taking more time with the song yeah. And having like one person write eight songs, even you know, the Beatles, even McCartney Lennon only wrote like two thirds of the songs. Right. George, George, uh, George wrote a ton. Yeah, I mean, they're spending more time with the individual songs that way. And that's the concept I'm getting to. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's quieter. I've turned it down. But every time before, just before it does it, it's recorder. Oh, does it? Yeah, when it's receiving the data. Oh. Uh. Even at this far? Well, I haven't been listening to it this second, but... Oh, yeah. I'm just telling you in general, every time you receive a text or something, it's like... <laughs> we may have to cut this in around two. Why? Because I have to meet somebody to go sell some grain. Grain alcohol? No, grain. Grain grain. Where are you growing it? <laughs> in barrels. You're growing grain in barrels? Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah. You can grow whatever you want in barrels. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Nope. You just can't talk about it. 
Oh, you mean like that stuff out there? What stuff out there? The stuff I can't talk about. There's nothing out there. Right. <laughs> Shh. Or I'll bring up the hookalier again. The haruki? <laughs> haruki! <laughs> now you're going to have to haruki the haruki? No, that's just our uh, left channel by an oral recording of haruki. <laughs> How do you spell ish? Use it in a sentence. Uh, around two-ish? Funny, you don't look two-ish. <laughs> I knew you could go that route. Right when you said you used the sentence, it's like, okay. <laughs> Might as well do it and get the joke out there. <laughs> you can't spell ish? I am just kidding. I-Z-H? You can't spell I-Z-H. Itch? I-T-C-H. Two-ish. So itchy. I'll be there around two-ish. Around what? Two-ish. Maybe yeah. two-ish. It's a new restaurant down the street. <laughs> Where you don't buy a sandwich, you buy two sandwiches. They call it two-ish. Well, they have which witch is which. Which witch? Which witch? Which is pretty good. I like the concept more than the actual food. I'm actually a little checklist on the bag. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Firehouse Subs fan. Mm. I like Linda didn't like them. I like Jimmy John's. I mean, hell, we got one right up the street. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I like Firehouse Subs. Okay. You know, just we won't hold it against you. Good because I don't have one. And if I did, you were holding it against me. I'd just be eating it anyways. That'd be messy. Yeah. Very messy. Yeah. We do really do need to set up a video camera one time. Video one podcast. Why? Why not? Because it'd be boring. <laughs> At least with this, I can use our imagination. And <laughs> picture us being bored. <laughs> we're not bored. We may be boring, but we're not bored. <laughs> That's true. I'm trying to think of a... Real world equivalent for the Teletubbies. Go for it. The Teletubbies. They're all cell phone based. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) That'll take some work for our real world children's shows. Yeah. Christopher Nolan presents. (laughs) The Teletubbies. They're all dark and brooding. They're all goth. I cut myself in order to feel. Nobody likes me. Of course nobody likes you. You're Poe. It's ten of pet and cakes they have. Coffee. Coffee and um, a scone. Scones. (laughs) No, not multiple. Just one. You're probably hard-pressed to think of children's shows. Yeah. Maybe the one over that had children's is. Children's is? Child, children. I don't have any children's is. Children's is. Children's Bird. Oh, it's that blue bird again from yesterday. Come back to see if you have any more beer. <laughs> this bird is the. Oh no, and that's not it. It's a different one. There's a bird that was here yesterday, and it was the back of it was so brilliantly blue. It's like its upper half. It was just gorgeous. And then we found there was actually like six or seven of them. That we saw one. Hitchcock movie. And uh, it flew off, but then it came back, so we thought. And then we realized we saw them all. We all landed in that tree that's not out right out back, apparently. And uh, it was neat. We all just kind of stood around just watching these birds with these brilliantly blue backs. And the cat didn't eat them, so. Were Charles supposed to be doing something? Instead of sitting around bird watching? No, it was in the, we were waiting for the boil. Oh. Takes a while. Shut up. You're... 
Big meanie. I'm not a big meanie. This is my gig on this show. <laughs> As the big meanie? Does that make you the straight man? Well, I'm the straight man. I don't know about you. Doing in, in comedy terms. No, we take turns. Being the straight man? Mm-hmm. Okay. Better than the alternative. <laughs> the gay man? Yeah. Hi! Yeah, I don't... I can't do that. I can't. You can't do what? I can't do the whole feminine thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why not? You might have to take turns with yourself doing that. <laughs> You're just afraid. Yes. <laughs> Although we do run a gay-friendly podcast, but we don't really address the topic very often. About being gay-friendly? No, but just being gay in general. Oh. Wow, we're pretty happy, for the most part. Sorry, I just don't have a lot of experience in that area, so... Being happy? Yes. Not a whole lot I can add to the conversation. <laughs> Although I do follow George Takei on Facebook. So do I. And so do a lot of other people, because I keep getting reposts of the same picture I've already yeah, seen. Yeah, seen six times now. Yeah. More power to him. I also follow his other one, the one that Brad does for him. Mm-hmm. Follow both of them. Yeah, might as well. You okay with that little that little cough? Yeah. Uh, so far. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, I don't need another bout of illness. Is that the right plug? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Well, that might be the right plug, and that might be the left plug. I don't know. The correct one. The correct one. That's the correct one. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, Harvey Little. checked it. Harvey checked it out before we started again. Well, I'm just making sure because I know Harvey doesn't like to hang outside with us when we're chatting with the neighbors during our <coughs> our commercial break. <coughs> hey, you're right there with that little cough thing. <laughs> and we're now around full circle. Yeah, in binaural stereo, so you actually hear the full circle. <laughs> I trip over my shoe. That's what the Rugi. Dog hair all over the thing now. That'll work wonders for your allergies. Yeah. What are you What are you doing now? Uh, killing time. Killing time. What did time ever do to you? <sighs> what the hell? Why did you just move? <laughs> <laughs> I could do that sound. <laughs> Messing with the audience. <laughs> Our studio audience. Still trying to figure out how you got all those people in here. The digital people. <laughs> Put them in a post. I keep them in a post. <laughs> Marissa wanted to know where you got all the, where where Harvey got all the wonderful sound effects from uh, for the uh, the rant. Oh, was it that? No, 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 no. Sound effects packages. Perfectly legit. Okay. I'm not asking you to divulge your sources and, you know, say, no, oh, I mean, yeah, I stole them all. Yeah, I stole them all. Now, you can get, you know, sound effects packages from anywhere. You can download them from the intranet and wear them on Amazon. Yeah, I used to have a few that I subscribed to. Crankle, crankle, crankle. Well, sound effects time. <laughs> Let's bang on the table and throw stuff in the trash bins. (laughs) That might be a bad one. (laughs) 
<laughs> that says the sounds up through the microphone. I have to cut that out. <laughs> You're going to review that? Yeah, we're going to review that. <laughs> only, reason, only reason we say that is so that Harvey knows when, we're, when he's editing. Yeah. Oh, i got to go back and review that. <laughs> well, we don't know how he sounds. Why, why are they going to record it if I just got to take it out? <laughs> he's like Creature. He's like Creature? Yeah. When he's editing, he's grumbling under his breath. He's rattling that popcorn. Well, he must be telling Tina about it because she didn't sound too happy on that last opening. When Tina returns, she'll take care of all this. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have to record a bunch of stuff before she goes out of town. Yeah. Does that mean we have to plan out all the podcasts so she'll have appropriate openings? Probably not. She could probably just do it from the road. She'll phone it into Harvard. Yeah, that's true. She might. Give that tinny sound. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Harvey. Sounds a space mountain behind her. <laughs> she farted it from a space mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta hear. Welcome to another episode of <laughs> That would be funny. I have to talk to her to see if she's willing to do that. Probably not. Just three minutes of <laughs> See you at the end. <laughs> this is the whole opening with this is a small world playing in the background. You might encounter some copyright infringement there too. Can't really use that opening. We lost four listeners just from the opening alone. Hey, get opening out of head. <laughs> Must shut off podcast. <laughs> Gouge out eye. Ears. Both. We don't do a video podcast. <laughs> I know. But I think that eye, would be more pain. <laughs> eye gouging is rampant in the Midwest. <laughs> is that where all of our listeners are in the Midwest? Sure, why not? <laughs> well, if we had the executive package or whatever the next package up is, we could... Get a geographic determination of where all the listeners are. Oh, where are I tried to go in there. It says you had to go into um, Google and get some sort of code and blah, blah, blah. And I went in and tried to do it, and then Google doesn't do that anymore. Google has updated their system and probably hadn't kept up with what Google's doing. And so the, the code you need to activated on Podbean no longer exists on Google. Ah, great. So I'm assuming if you did it before that Google changed, you're still good, but to get a new code does not happen. Or I can't find it, one of the two. Or both. I tried Googling it and it didn't come up. <laughs> Google, what is the Google code for this? I tried Googling Google and sent me to Google. <laughs> and then it blew up. <laughs> Like you look up dictionary in the dictionary and it says, look down. <laughs> close, li- close cover, ass. Huh? Oh! <laughs> what is another word for thesaurus? Um, you have to look it up. You have to look it up in the thesaurus. It might be uh, dictionary. That's the hard way. That's the hard way? Yeah, you get the definition. You got to go through the dictionary looking for another definition that matches the first definition. <laughs> have you ever gone to Micro's YouTube channel? We've talked to you about this before. Uh, not lately. Where he, there's one where he's, um, it's called Adventures in VoiceOver. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, 
one where he's, he pulls up this email. Because I get lots of emails of people telling me, Mike, I could just listen to you read the phone book. Just, let's put that to the test. And he reads like five minutes out of the phone book. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Pretty funny. He's got a funny sense of humor. Because it just goes on and there's like soothing, relaxing music in the background. No. He's kind of just playing it up a little bit. He's reading it with that real monotone voice. Well, he's reading it with um, yoga teacher type yeah, yeah. inflection. Where he's kind of over-pronouncing numbers and stuff. <laughs> one? Yeah. It's really funny. I had to look that and up. There, and there's another one where he, it opens up and it's a shot of him. And he's sitting there with his cell phone. He dials the number. He sits there for a second. You hear his voicemail come on, his voicemail message. That if you want to change your voicemail message, press this. Boop. And he goes to like two menus, presses the button, and it says, start your recording now. And he starts singing the Grinch song into his... You're a mean one. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Then when he's done, he plays it back. <laughs> At the end of the video, he tips the camera towards his computer monitor. Uh-huh. And there's a message on there going like, I'd really like to hear you sing the Grinch song from the... Oh, that's funny. His way of answering the email through his video podcast. There's another one where he's doing um, Deadly Sketch voiceover. Mm-hmm. And apparently someone has tweeted something about all the facts and figures that Micro throws out in the voiceover. Because it sounds like he knows a whole lot about... Yeah, he doesn't know anything. He's just reading he's, it. Or no, it's just... The way he just throws out numbers and figures, it sounds like he's just making it up off the top of his head. And apparently <coughs> Captain Andy had tweeted back, Micro don't know shit. His assistant is asking him numbers, questions about the various ships and things. Yeah. And, and he's answering them. Not because... He knows it. It's because he's said it so many times. The hundred and whatever foot. He, right. He's been saying it for the Northwestern. Has, so many. He years. knows the lengths of all the boats because he's been doing the voiceover. Yeah. For That's pretty funny. Yeah, I know the captain's like giving him a hard time because whenever they do that after the season or something, yeah. after the catch. Yeah, they are just ripping him apart. It's so funny. Unless he's doing one of those serious ones. Yeah, but he can keep up. Oh yeah. I told you I've met Michael, right? No, I didn't know that. There was um, a couple of episodes of Dirty Jobs they were doing here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And one of them was up at like a farm or something up above Gainesville. Coming in Gainesville area. And they were staying at Linda's Hotel. Oh, neat. I mean, they were they're coming in after they are working. You know? But the last day they were there, they all go out and have their little post-working yeah. bar. Apparently, they'd go out and do the, all the work. And then they would come back to the hotel room and start doing voiceover for other projects. Yeah. I mean, they worked all day. Yeah. he. I remember during one of those... The episode of Dirty Jobs, he goes, it's like, when we're done with a hard day, I come in and I do the voiceovers for that show and other oh, stuff. Right. And he's like, the blanket yeah, he's just got head. a blanket over his head and the microphone, and he's doing the voiceovers. I'm like, that's funny as hell. I mean, they're all, they're the camera guys you see on the show. Mm-hmm. They were there, and they were really nice, and Barsky was there. He was kind of, he was working, so. Yeah. He was working with them, so it's. He's constant. You can tell he's constantly stressed. He's, he's you in forty-eight hours. He's put upon, but constantly. So he wasn't the warmest of people to meet, but he's probably a lot better when he's not working. Yeah, when he's got some time off, he's probably because he obviously has a sense of humor. Oh yeah, he, come on, he has to put crap, up with Mike Rowe. The crap he puts up with. Yeah, him. He used to put up with. Him. Not doing the show anymore. Well, no, that's true. Which is too bad that they ran out of stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, he was doing a lot of repeat stuff. And it was, yeah. Anyway, they came in that last day. They'd been out across the street to that um, Wild Wing Cafe, I think it was. Oh. And they had been throwing back some beers. You could tell. <laughs> and he, he came, he sat out there with us like 15 minutes, came behind the desk and was checking people in. Oh, that's funny as hell. Oh, it was funny as hell. Linda's got a video on it, of it somewhere on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Of him behind the desk talking to people. If you find it, you know, throw it me a 
throw a link, throw a link to, to me. Yeah. So I'd like to see that. I'd be like, check it out, Marissa. She'd be like, hey, that's my grub. Like, yeah, I, I, that's why I'm showing it to you. <laughs> took some pictures. Of that's kind of neat. The symbol. I mean, he's very friendly. And I, I think he's one of those people who realizes that the fans are the ones that put him well, in the place where he is. He had to ask for jobs. So, yeah, he definitely knew well, the fans were the people who were giving that, him. But he, I mean, he was working a lot because he does the voiceovers and things. Yeah. But people were starting to recognize him as far as... Oh, he did that commercial. Oh, he did that show. He did, he did that. Yeah. And built up a fan base by not appearing on TV, by yeah. just doing voiceovers. Well, and if you lived in Baltimore, you knew he was in the opera, too. He was on one of the shopping channels, too. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was, was it CBS? CBS. QVC? Yeah, it might have been. Or, um, on the I shopping think, network. I think it was QVC. Well, you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Apparently, it was like one day he walked out of there and... Walked in someplace else and started being on TV. Yeah. He doesn't care. I mean, it's work. And it's more consistent than the opera and all that, too. And he started doing the, the truck commercials. Well, he did it because of Dirty Jobs. Well, they were cross-promoting. They, yeah. Because he would... They started bringing driver, Fords into the... driving the trucks around on the show. And it was like he'd throw a little yeah. nod to the truck and on the show. Yeah. Which is funny. Well, it wouldn't have been as funny if you didn't know he was doing the commercials. Well, when he started doing the nod to the truck, that was because Ford said, hey, we'll give you some money for this show if you talk about the vehicle you're driving. Because in the beginning, it wasn't always, always Ford. Then, no, no, because they didn't have Fords when they were at the hotel. Right. And there then as it, rental cars. Yeah, and as it went on, it started being Fords. So everywhere they went, they had to go to a specific dealer and the dealer would loan them some Fords. Ford has a specific market for people who do dirty jobs. Exactly. Need a work truck? We make work trucks. Yeah. We make some of the best trucks. Yeah, you should check out his YouTube channel. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny? Pretty funny stuff. Pretty funny. Did you see all of us doing the, uh, you could be this Star Wars character? Yeah, I've seen that. I did it. I was Boba Fett. And I was like, it fits. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Mike Bobo, you're so talkative. <laughs> well, when it's not people I know, I just sit in the back and don't say anything. That's what Bobo does. Exactly. And yeah, you, somebody got Obi Wan. Yeah, but if you wanted me to take someone out, you'd have to tell me no, no disintegrations. Because you never know. <laughs> this is all that's left. Yes, I'd be afraid I'd take that quiz and I'd come up wicked. Automatically <laughs> post to my Facebook. I'd never hear the end of it. No, you 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 have to say to post it. Because I did about 15 of those different things. Of like a bunch of different movies. I think I was like... Congratulations, you're Greedo. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Can't wait to tell my friends how Greedo-ish I am. (laughs) Actually, you'd probably end up being... Jabba. No, you'd probably end up being Boba Fett too. Jabba. Yeah, Jabba. I don't know how what, you would have No, because they ask if you want to use a weapon. What do you like to do? I like to lounge around and hold people hostage. Good <laughs> job, Congratulations. I like to eat. <laughs> hold people hostage. Let them play with my giant dinosaur down in the basement. Feed people to rancor, this sort of thing. <laughs> I was fully expecting Obi-Wan. What was this shit? <laughs> One of my friends got... Or Aunt Baru. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you like to do on weekends? I like to get burned by stormtroopers. <laughs> I like to get that was, shot. That was one of the funniest posts I saw on Facebook. Was somebody 
had dummied up Owen and Baru action figures. Oh, post Stormtrooper. Yeah, and they had the, the still from the movie on the card. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, I would buy that. I would love to have that sitting upstairs. I would love to have that sitting in, on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, just for the joke of it. Oh, I, yeah. I love humor like that where it's there, but people have to notice it. Yeah, and you or have you, to. Really... You might have you might have noticed that from the screenplay I was writing. Yeah, <laughs> where people have funny names, but I never give their first and last name in the same sentence. No, I never noticed that. Thirty minutes into the movie, it's just one person will be snickering. Like, <laughs> Everybody will be sitting there laughing at the appropriate parts, and there's one guy who's just been giggling the whole time. That's how I was crafting that. Was to, yeah, was so that. You know, you have your, your big laugh moments, but then there'll be moments throughout the movie where just like two or three people are laughing for no readily apparent reason. Yeah. And the person next to him has the, what? What? This the guy's name is. Oh. <laughs> so kind of filter down the aisle <laughs> to the next big laugh moment. <laughs> to the next big laugh moment. Then everybody's laughing real hard. Because I want, I want it to be something that people can watch repeatedly. Right. So you always find so something different. So that I find something new in the next viewing. Yeah. Although I don't think I'm skilled enough to make something that'll stand up to tens of repeat viewing. Well, well, I'd say hundreds and hundreds, but I haven't seen Airplane hundreds and hundreds of times. I've, seen, I've seen it I've a lot seen of times. I've seen Airplane about 40 times. I've seen it a lot of times. I've seen and Ghostbusters over 400 times. It makes me laugh when I watch it. Yeah, I have them both over here. Airplane 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. She started to shimmy. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's my favorite scene. I like boobies. <laughs> Spoilers. Airplane, Airplane Two is funny. I just don't think it's as well done a movie as the first one. Oh no! It has a higher production value. Yeah. But the thing about that is that Airplane looks more legitimate to the type of movie it's trying to spoof. Yeah, I, I still got to see that original. Yeah, zero hour. We got yeah. we got to set up a time and place for you to. Watch I zero. can watch movies now. You jest? No, I do not jest. Can you make popcorn? I no, but I can have popcorn. I had fully intended yesterday to go out and see if I could find the Hamilton Beach popcorn maker at the uh, Goodwill. <laughs> I need to go to this one off twelve and see if I can find it up there. I will at some point. I, I would really like to find one of those, just because I would like to have one of those again. I learned something kind of neat the other day. You can roast coffee beans in one of those air pop popcorn poppers. Really? Yeah. You, you can only you can only put a little bit in at a time. Because they have to be able to move, they have to be able to spin, mm-hmm. but you can roast coffee beans. So you can buy green coffee beans and roast your own beans. And then they pop into little brown fluffy things? No, they don't pop into little brown fluffy things. <laughs> <laughs> God, these need salt. <laughs> oh yeah. No, they need sugar. <laughs> make caramel caramel popcorn out of coffee beans. Yeah, they make, uh... make chocolate covered coffee beans. They do. Or espresso beans. Espresso beans, but that's, that's still coffee. They're just extra, extra, extra roasted. Did you know the longer you roast coffee, the less caffeine there is in it? No, I did not. So when you roast it down to espresso darkness, which is basically as black as these bowls, practically, mm-hmm. there's... Which is very dark for our listeners. Well, it's very dark black. Hold the bowl up so I can see it. Yeah, okay, here. You see that? Okay. Yeah, like that. Uh, it has less coffee than a medium or a light roast coffee. Yeah. yeah, didn't know that. A lot of people think, oh, well, because it's so bitter, it has to have more caffeine in it, but it doesn't. Yeah. I learned that from the yeah, but coffee roaster. The way they make it, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it more concentrated? Yeah, it's more concentrated, but uh, because you have to 
you use such a small amount and you use a little amount of water and you use a specific temperature of water and then you have ridiculous yeah it's funny yesterday on Facebook I said I'm drinking coffee and a bunch of my friends commented then my friend from New Jersey Mary she goes ooh let me make you coffee I'll show you my elite barista skills she's like but then again you'll have to buy a $13,000 Italian coffee maker I'm like, um, does you it know. have? He says, does it have to be Italian? Yeah, <laughs> I really like Romanian. Just, just ignore the thirteen thousand dollar part. Yeah. <laughs> Did we cover everything this week? At least Ed showed some interest in wanting to be on the show. Hmm. That was a plus. I have to steal that picture from Dubious and put it on the website so people can at least see Ed and that he exists. Yeah. Although I might get in trouble for it because Linda hates that picture. Why? Because her eyes are like squinchy. So, mess with it. Put fix, like big googly eyes. Fix it and post. Yeah. Put like big googly eyes. Oh, God. They were, last night at the um, Incredible Joker show, they were going over this thing. Um, probably didn't see the episode, but there's one where Q lost. And his punishment was he was supposed to go into a classroom filled with teenagers and give a sex ed lecture. But they had done the slides, obviously, for the PowerPoint. Right. So he didn't know what was going to be on. I, and then, I did and then see he, it, but he, I didn't see the whole thing. He got in the first time to check it out, and it was filled <clears> with <throat> kids. And then when he came back out, removed all the kids and put his parents in there. His parents? Yeah, his oh, parents. Funny. His real-life parents. So he had to go in and give the sex ed lecture to his parents. And on the show, it's like five minutes. Right. It's five minutes at the end of the show. But apparently, they shot that for 45 minutes. So he had to do the whole lecture. So they said they were going to have him present some of the slides we didn't get to see on television. And there was one about things I pleasure myself to. And the first one comes up is Major League Two. And the second one comes up, it was uh, Two Llamas Mating. (laughs) And the third one comes up, spoilers if you haven't seen their live show. And it's this weird picture, this weird looking kid. And it takes you a second to figure out what it is. It's him. It's, it? No, it's Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. But someone has photoshopped Steve Buscemi's eyes over his, over Justin Bieber's eyes. <laughs> oh my god! It's, yeah, it's kind of like Bat Boy. They leave it sit there for a moment before they tell you what it is. <laughs> there's a there's a site somewhere. Might be Reddit. They take a ton of. Uh, Stars, celebrities, mm-hmm. and throw Steve Buscemi's eyes over them, and uh, some of them are really freaky looking. Like they've got like you know these people who are just gorgeous women with his eyes. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, she looks. That's funny. He all he normally plays these really his boardwalk nasty, shows nasty amazing. characters. Characters really unlikable. But for some reason, he always comes off as likable in the movie. I mean, he, he, the more unlikable the character is, the more you seem to like him in the movie. Yeah. I liked his character in Monsters, Inc. Like, in, um... And he was basically the bad guy. In Con Air. Yeah. He's playing like a child rapist. Yeah. For some reason, you're kind of happy to see him at the end. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he survived. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I have to say, hostile tomato. You don't have to. I do. You don't have to say it. I, I do. 
Ah, well, apparently not. The guys are really wacky. I can't wait to hear their special show. They still aren't telling me what it's about, though. Eh, they tell me it's going to be great. So I, I'm just going to trust them on that. For Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, 40 balls? For all that's holy, Larry! Do you want to say some kind of sign-off so that I can shut the recorders down? Um. Hostile tomato, what was it? <laughs> yes, hostile tomato! Does that work for you? Works for me, yeah. Goodbye! Goodbye! Have fun storming the castle! This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Vapotech. Are you tired of not being able to have your whole home smell like fresh baked cookies or whatever else you like? Well, AR Products, the folks that brought you for weed, have the answer. Vapotech. Vapotech is the full home scent release system. The scents are pretty much what everyone wants. Home-baked items, vanilla cookies, cinnamon, pine, and if you're a college student or a bachelor... Weed, booze, baby powder, and more. A great way to make your home's air your own. Vapotech by AR Products. Mmm, <laughs> cigars.